The rear is the original building. We don't use that any longer. The front part is the newer section. She led them round the new part of the house, which was just under 200 years old, then took them into the original house at the rear, which dated from the 16th century. To her surprise, the old house looked run down and felt distinctly damp and chilly. It felt different today, and she couldn't understand why until she walked to the other end of the main room, which had been the old Elizabethan hall. Where she was standing felt normal. Where the two men were standing looked even darker and more menacing, as if the house resented their presence as much as she did. One of the men shivered. Such a dampness wouldn't be good for convalescent men. Is that why you moved to the front part? Uh, yes. She didn't contradict this impression, even though she knew the old house wasn't at all damp. Well, it wasn't normally. Once back in the new house, the two men relaxed. I wonder if we could be left alone somewhere for half an hour or so to discuss what we call matters pertaining, Mr. Dorrance said. You can stay here, Harriet said curtly. Are you ready for a cup of tea now? Joseph asked in a politer tone. Uh, thank you, that would be much appreciated. I'll have some sent in. My wife and I will wait for you in the library just across the hall. Harriet couldn't settle, so paced up and down. They're going to take grey ladies from us, I know they are, Joseph. There's nothing we can do about that, my darling. And if there is a war between Britain and Germany then we must do all we can for our country. But the house could be damaged, ruined even. I don't think they'll allow that. And Harriet, please try to be a bit more friendly. It'll do no good to put these men's backs up. After what seemed like hours but was only forty minutes, according to the clock, there was a tap on the door. Mr. Dorrance looked in. Could we speak to you now, please? They followed him across to the sitting room and sat together on the sofa facing the visitors. She resisted the temptation to clutch Joseph's hand. We feel that the front part of the house is suitable for our needs. Mr. Um, Mrs. Latimer. <laughs> uh, not perfect with so many stairs, but it'll do. Harriet's heart sank. Oh. If there's a war, we shall need the house for the duration of the hostilities, and we're suggesting it to be used as an officer's convalescent home, because it's not large enough for an auxiliary hospital. If peace prevails and there is no war, as we all pray, then the house will be given back to you within a few months. She didn't know what to say felt very close to tears, and now she did reach out for the comfort of her husband's hand. We shall not require the older part of the house, however, because of the damp. Also, the rooms there are rather dark and unpleasant. Mr. Dorrance paused, then added, Therefore, if you feel you and your family can tolerate those conditions... And we would have no objection to you living in the older part of the building. Harriet looked at Joseph, and he nodded in answer to her unspoken question.
We would definitely like to live there, and if we can help in any way, we will. Oh, that will be up to the Commandant and Matron, but I'm sure they'll be happy for you to volunteer your services, if only in tasks like reading to the men or writing letters for them. He looked round. In a place of this size, which is not a hospital, the medical officer will probably act as Commandant. She nodded, feeling relieved that they could stay in the old house at least. They had nowhere else to go, really. She'd been a maid at Dalton House before marrying Joseph, so relations were always a little awkward. His oldest brother, Selwyn, would inherit the family estate, and of course Dalton House might be requisitioned too. Joseph took over from her, gesturing round the room. We shall, of course, remove and store any items of value, like the paintings of...